0: Hey, it's Luke here. I just want to tell you about a new podcast I'm involved in, which is called The C Word. Six weeks ago, my eldest brother Lee was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer. It is the type of news that stops you and your family in your tracks and offers a fairly sobering reminder of what this life is about. Over those six weeks, we've had many a conversations trying to understand this new health challenge and the road ahead. And as easy as it would be to fall into a heap and give in early with such difficult news, I asked my brother what he needed from me most. Outside of the obvious and much needed support for him and his family, he said, most importantly, I just need to focus on beating this with optimism. So with a desire to support in a way that benefits him, educates us and hopefully informs those we don't know, we decided to create this podcast that could tell that story as it unfolds capturing the highs the lows the unknowns and hopefully plenty of optimism along the way to come on the journey search the c word on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts free welcome to itch my name's luke i'm 32 years old and i'm from australia i've spent my life with an insatiable curiosity an itch if you will and a need to understand more There is a clear desire for so many of us, irrelevant of background, ethnicity or sexuality, to live more authentically and to seek out an alternative narrative to that which currently exists. I use my stories to take you on a journey where I've challenged my own truths through the ability to ask more questions than I have answers, maintaining a great sense of humor, always viewing the world through a lens of empathy, but most importantly, to live in the gray these attributes have assisted me to seek out different perspectives and to create a life that is more flourishing and progressive for me, and well, hopefully, for those around me. So if you're interested to know more, welcome to itch. Lesson number 15, gratitude is a practice, not just an attitude. Lately, I have felt uh, a little overwhelmed with things. Well, actually, I lie. Lately, i felt amazing about a week and a half prior to that, I was feeling a little overwhelmed. It was a reality that I think many of us fall into. It's that routine that builds out over time till eventually you find yourself doing a range of things that maybe aren't bringing you as much joy or putting you in a space of gratitude or optimism as you possibly could be. And so you find yourself in this space of resistance, this space of doubt, this space of just feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I don't know if anyone can, re- can relate with that, but as I'm saying it, I can see so many times in my life where I get to these moments where I feel that heavy level of resistance and, and, and feel that, that feeling of, of you know, pushing into overwhelm. And so a week and a half ago, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine uh, and we were talking in the space of gratitude. And she was showing me a post that she saw somewhere of, you know, a, a someone, a friend of hers or someone she follows that was writing about gratitude. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? I try to, to be really grateful, but I, I, I just find it hard sometimes, you know, because you can, again, routine builds out, habit builds out, you put yourself in this space and, and you can just get a little bit into the space of overwhelm. So then fast forward and I find myself a couple of days later, um, sat in a, uh, in a session with my emotional fitness coach. Sounds very fancy in new age, doesn't it? But I was sitting with, um, with Cynthia Morton, if anyone knows her in Brisbane, she's fantastic. And I go and see her and she's just, she's my person that I go to to, to, to break the world down and it's fantastic. So we're having a conversation and we're talking about some recent challenges that I was, uh, I was dealing with. And one of her suggestions was around uh, building out that gratitude practice in the morning. And I was like, do you know what? It's so funny. I know that, that it's a thing to do, but I just seem to forget to do it. Right? (laughs) Like how, how many times have we all been told it's like going to the gym? Like we all know we should go to the gym, but you know, unless you've built out that amazing habit to go and do it, we don't always do it. We're not always there to do it. So she reminded me this and I was like, yeah, I, I, I kind of know to do that. And so she gave me her recommendation of what she does and how she starts her day. And so I took that away and I thought, how am I going to apply this to myself? And so the reality is, and I'm going to paint a picture for you of, of what my morning would normally look like. I would wake up in the morning and I think I'm going to paint this picture because it's interesting to see, I wonder how much resonates with you know those of you listening and, and you know maybe you've got far better practices. But I would wake up every morning, I would set my alarm for whatever time I need to get up, try and get up and move in the morning, go go for a big walk or go to the gym or go do a workout, whatever it is. And the first thing I'll do is the alarm will go off. I'll hit the alarm and I'll grab my phone. Now, before my eyes have even really opened, my mind's starting to figure out what day is it? What's going on? What do I need to do? And I'm fairly pragmatic that I'll go, okay, what's first up? What do I just need to get out of bed for at this point? Um, And it might be that I don't really feel like exercising, but maybe getting out of bed to exercise to know I'm gonna go have coffee with friends after will be enough to kind of lure me out. But before my head has even moved off this pillow, my phone and one eye is kind of opening to, to look and, and see what's coming overnight. Text messages, WhatsApp, social media, whatever it might be, the scan, you know, who's messaged me, what's gone on. And so before my eyes have properly opened and, and removed the sleep from them, and my wonderful, you know, my wonderful little brain is, is not even firing properly at this point, I'm, I'm already consuming other people's information. I'm already consuming the, the information of the world. I'm seeing social media things come through, I'm seeing news articles come through, I'm seeing. So my poor little brain hasn't even had the full time it's needed to, to come out of this wonderful mystical world of the dream state. And already I'm, I'm injecting it with this, uh, this, this other information. Fast forward, I kind of get up, you know, go use the bathroom, wake up, wash your face, get ready, whatever you're trying to do, and then power on into the world. And so I've come from a dream state into what I'm gonna picture, because it's what it felt like in the end, into the kind of the mess of the world and then fallen out and tried to begin my day. Now, this doesn't seem like much, but over a period of time where you're not creating the space to just, I don't know, take a breather, have a look around you. It's no wonder with all the challenges of the world, and again, I have so many wonderful things that I I'm really grateful for, and I and you know I'll get to that point shortly. But there's also a lot of challenges in the world, right? So there are challenges from a personal level, there are challenges from you know a work level, there's challenges from a family level. You know, I've got you know sickness and 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 there's just so many different things that are that are going on. But because I'm waking and I'm I'm kind of consuming that information. I'm immediately looking for that now in the world because that's what my body's kind of taken on as opposed to waking up and thinking of all the wonderful things that I'm grateful for. And so with that, I fast forward, I go to the point of having this conversation, being reminded of of the power of gratitude but being reminded of the power of the practice of gratitude. And I think that's a really important difference. You can think that you're grateful and say, and I think I am generally a fairly grateful individual. I'll say to people, thank you so much. I really appreciate everything that you do. But there's a difference between simply saying that you're grateful and actually practicing gratitude. And so I started to introduce this new practice for myself. I decided that in the morning, Before I get up, before the brain has had, you know, has has started to fully kick into gear and and I and I'm ready to take on the world, because it's very easy to ignore this practice and think I've got too many responsibilities, I've got too many things, I've just got to get on with it. A practice like this requires your your focus and attention. It requires your ability to have some control over your morning and your day and to have a level of discipline and I think that's really important it's reminding yourself that you require a level of discipline to put this practice in place like any good habit you have to force yourself to do things so in the morning now my alarm will go off because you know unfortunately that ain't going to go anywhere but before I I look at my phone before I think of my day ahead because I've already pre-scheduled. I know in my head I've already pre-scheduled myself this extra 15 to 30 minutes, depending on what my schedule looks like. I wake and I'll let my mind kind of recount the dreams because I'm a bit of a dreamer and I'm quite good at remembering them. and, And then I'll move immediately into gratitude. Immediately when I wake up, I try and think of five or six things that I'm really grateful for. And, and I won't put pressure on myself. They can be as generic as possible or they can be as detailed and specific as possible, but there is no pressure on it. I just let my mind immediately go, what am I grateful for today? I'm really grateful for my health at the moment. I'm grateful for um, my family. I'm grateful for my relationship, whatever it might be, just something. It's almost like a warm up, <laughs> And then I fall out of bed. And I slowly make my way into the other room where I'll go and uh, and begin my little practice. And so I go into into the room and I'll sit down. And for me, I'll begin with prayers. I have my own personal, you know, well, not personal. I have my obligatory prayers that I do as part of, um, you know, the Baha'i writings, the Baha'i faith I follow. And so I'll do my morning prayers and then immediately after, because that will set the tone. I'll move into this meditation space. But if you're not someone who who prays or, or has any type of practice like that, I think just going in and moving straight into a space of meditation is beautiful. And once I'm in that meditative space, I'll then start my gratitude practice again. I'll start saying, what am I really grateful for? And I'll try and be a little bit more specific because at that point, I can be specific. At that point, the, the brain's slowly starting to wake up a bit more. And I'll think of the day before and I'll think of, things that are happening around me and I'll just focus, what am I really grateful for? And I don't do the, oh, you know, this didn't happen. So therefore I will only focus on the things that I'm truly grateful for. It's never the negative aspect of it. It's always, I'm really grateful for how my partner showed up for me yesterday. I'm really grateful for that meeting that we had that's now led us to this new opportunity. Gosh, it's so fantastic. Thank you, you know, I'm just so grateful for that. And I'll go through again, five or six, you can keep it as simple as you need to. Maybe it's only two or three to begin with, but I think, you know, five or six are good. Now I was told to sit and write these out. And for some people that, that might be exactly what you need to do. For me, I found in that meditative space, I've, I've decided to simply say it out or say it in my mind because what I then go on and do, and this is kind of the next step for me in this practice of gratitude is I will I will then start to think of my day ahead. So I'm really grateful for these things. Now what's what's to come for this day? And I'll, I'll know I've got these couple of meetings coming up. I've got this piece of work I've got to get done. I've got to, you know, maybe I've got to meet these people or do these things. And so knowing that I have them coming up, I then move into meditating on what do I want the best outcome to look like for these things? What do I want my day to look like? And so I'll picture what I deem as successful for that meeting, how, how that meeting will kind of look if it goes really well and what that work will look like if it's done really well. And and I'll start moving into this space of what a successful day will look like. But this is where gratitude in practice, I think is 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 really important because I'll also move into once I see that success, what does that success feel like? What does the end of today feel like if I have Gotten through and nailed those particular things that I know that are coming up. Maybe I have nothing booked in, but I know I just want to achieve particular things. What are those? What are the goals for today? Because we are goal oriented. That's how our brains work. You know, it's good to focus on what the outcomes are, and and we love kind of a to do list and ticking things off. So, if I know that today is these couple of meetings and these pieces of work, what does the end of the end of the day feel like? And I move into that space of feeling and I sit with it and I let it build out and build out and build out until eventually I'm telling my body that this is how I feel at the end of today. This is what success will feel like and it feels good. I feel accomplished. I feel really grateful because that's ultimately what we lead to. I'm grateful, I've got this done. I've had the capacity to do it, the intelligence, the time, the network, the opportunities to do whatever it is I'm planning for my day. And I just sit in that feeling and then as a final piece of my gratitude practice, I'm grateful for that feeling, for that outcome. And I have a belief that if I genuinely set up what that feeling should be, then I'm looking for that feeling for the rest of the day. And it makes me reflect on a space when I'm not practicing gratitude. And actually, if I'm bombarding myself with negative feeling, it's no wonder as the day goes on, maybe I'm looking for the negative or seeing only the challenges or finding it difficult to focus. But what I found by introducing this, this, this practice of gratitude and not just an attitude of it, but a true practice of it. Is that my days are being set up for success? They're being set up to lead me towards this feeling again. And it's interesting we've, when, when, when the body's already felt it. When I've already given thanks for that outcome, it's amazing how throughout your day you're constantly, you're constantly holding yourself to account to that feeling. I want to feel that, and I know when I'm not leading there because maybe the work's not getting done or maybe that meeting got shifted and or, or didn't go to plan or, but actually I don't even think it's got the opportunity not to go to plan because in that meeting, I know I'm looking for the best possible outcome. And I'm not just looking for what I want. I'm looking for the best possible outcome for all of us, knowing that whatever the best possible outcome is, it's gonna lead back to that feeling again. And so I found by introducing this, this, this practice of gratitude has really significantly shifted my day to day. It's shifted the way I'm operating. It's shifted the way I'm viewing the world. And the interesting part is all of these challenges, they still exist. The, you know, my, my brother is not well at the moment and is going through significant health challenges. That hasn't changed, that still exists. In fact, we still have the same level of uncertainty, but my ability to focus on what I'm really grateful for and to focus on, on the good, the positive, the, the, the things that I'm, I'm, you know, the things that bring joy is shifting the way that I view the, the world itself. And so I invite you all to think of it for yourself. I want you to think about how do you start your day. How do you view this concept of well, not even concept, this reality of gratitude, this attitude of gratitude? And now, how do you implement this practice of gratitude for yourself? What is your daily What does your daily routine look like? Do you do this already, or is there opportunity for you to maybe adjust your day slightly to introduce? this practice for yourself? And what does this practice look like for you? Is it something that you begin your day with? Is it something that you're gonna practice throughout the day? Are you someone who maybe at the end of your day, it's enough for you to kind of recount and and see where you're at? Do you wanna write it down? Is doing it in your mind and in your meditation enough for you? I think it's a great opportunity for us to really pull ourselves into account and look at where are we at right now? What is, your, what is your attitude like? How are you perceiving the world? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel that, that things are quite difficult at the moment? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you don't feel like you have a level of control or maybe you feel that you don't have um, the ability to, to do the things that you truly wanna do. Now, sometimes it can be circumstantial, but then other times it can simply be a matter of how we're viewing the world. And so I invite you to think of it for yourself, taking this this idea that gratitude or taking this lesson that gratitude is a practice, not just an attitude, and looking at how you can implement the changes into your day, just small, gradual changes in order to build out a more grateful, more productive, and far more joyful day for yourself. I'm Luke Evans. Thanks for listening to Itch.